you'd like to contact the show, send us an email at liveonfourlegspodcast at gmail.com or get involved in the conversation on social media. Join the Pearl Jam Podcast community group on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Live on Four Legs Pod. I don't need to be a global citizen because I'm blessed by nationality. I'm a member of a growing populace. We enforce our popularity. Hey everybody now, welcome to Live on Four Legs. It's a bonus edition of Live on Four Legs. And we felt it was necessary to do this because... Uh, we like to be on top of things when it comes to live music. And hey, there hasn't been live music for a full year, but this weekend we finally got it. We finally got some live music in the form of Eddie performing on the Global Citizens Vaccination Special on ABC and all the channels. I think it was on everywhere, but I watched it on ABC. And uh, like, there's just a lot to take in here. It's the first performance, like real, you know, full band kind of thing. I know it's not fully Pearl Jam, but like it's the first full thing since Fenway of 2018. So I, we feel like we need to address it and, and kind of talk about it a little bit. So Randy Sobel over here, John Farrar over there. Hello. Jo- John, we, we, we had a big week last week and like this is just adding to the, you know, just the anticipation and, and everything going forward. This feels like this is a turning point kind of kind of week here. Yeah, I mean, you could see Ed on stage talking to the microphone and you could you could see it in his eyes like he was he was relishing that moment and like it, it was special and it just made me oh, it made me wish for the for the five of them to get back on stage. It's gonna I know. It's going to be unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, that didn't disappoint me at all. I, I, I was actually, like, there are things about that that I actually appreciated that that he did that, that makes sense. Uh, but, like, you look at them and you just know that this is what they live for, that this is exactly the moment that they, they come to fucking do in, in, in music. Like they live to be on that stage playing together, exuding the chemistry and boy for Ed to kind of play lead with a new band like this. He hasn't done stuff like this in a very, very long time. It like see average stuff was a long time ago. That would be mm-hmm. the kind of the last thing. Like there, there were, what one-off kind of things right but but not stuff like this yeah this immediately took me back to to the sea average like the 1999 shows and yeah it was it was really cool and like we should mention like you know it's it's klinghoffer who they were going to play with and it's the bass player and drummer from white reaper who they were supposed to play with in europe and i love that i love paying tribute to that and giving those guys their cool absolutely and it's just like yeah it's just like kind of a kind of a pickup thing like hey lads let's just jam like yeah like they they might they might not be the you know a faithful version of corduroy which we'll get into but you're playing you know you're not playing for a pearl jam crowd you're you're playing for healthcare professionals and sure. doctors and nurses and yep. they just want to they just want to rock out like you saw the foo fighters one they had oh, yeah. brian johnson come out and do back in black like they just they just want to like you know pearl jam's not probably anybody in that crowd's favorite band but they just wanted something that they could bounce along to and, and jump around to. So I, I get why they did it. And also that's kind of an opportunity for Ed and Ed kind of has seen himself as sort of being an experimental kind of performer to go 
out of his comfort zone and try something like this. He's working with Josh Klinghopper, who he he's kind of a, a, an experimental guy as it is. And I'm, I'm not very familiar with White Reaper. They seem like more of kind of like a pop punkish band from what I hmm. gesture and how this went and I guess how other people kind of talk about them. But like... I, I I feel like he relished in that. And I feel like that was a challenge to him. And I, it's almost like he said to the guys like, Hey, I want to do corduroy and corduroy is the song, but we're not doing Pearl jam corduroy. We are going to do Ed, Josh, white reaper. Sorry if I don't know the white reaper guys names. Uh, we're going to do our corduroy because this is going to be something completely different. This is going to be something that we can share that special to us. And I yeah, appreciate and it, that aspect. Yeah, and it's easier too when you're when you kind of have like a pickup band like this. They probably didn't have a lot of time to rehearse, so mm-hmm. you know, corduroy's got you know it's got it's got tempo issues. It's got stuff. It's easier for them to be like instead of trying to spend you know a day learning this, let's just blast through it like a Ramon song. Mm. And that way we don't have to, you guys don't have to worry about following the changes. We can just, we'll just bust through it and, and that's how we'll play it. So yeah. And, and you, and you know, Ed hasn't forgotten about those Sea Ever shows and right. the Italian shows in 96. Like, yeah, you know, he was having a great time kind of reliving that. Yeah, absolutely. Like he, he seems to gel with just about everybody he gets on stage with. And, and I think that's the, the idea of that is that he knows who he's going to gel with. And that's that's a very important aspect in all of this. Um, but as for the song itself, and I'm just going to throw this out there. Uh, I've been saying this a lot on social media. Uh, I appreciate that they did Corduroy the way they did because it stays true to what the band is. Because when you hear that song and the way that Pearl Jam plays that song, it's it's special it means something to everybody, especially us and the healthcare workers. You, you said it like they're, they're just there to rock. Like it, it nobody's going to start crying because they're playing like real corduroy. Uh, like nobody's going to even notice. Pro- they probably never listened to Vitalogy before, you know, like I appreciate him staying true to that and staying true to the band because I can, I can see a little bit of, Hey, if Jeff or stone or Matt or Mike are sitting at home watching this, they're like, Hey, that's really cool. But man, we, we wish we were there. We wish we were on stage playing our song with you. Like that could have been us. That should have been us. We, we would have liked it, but I think Ed had that in mind with this. And I think that also was a reason why they did it this way. Um, the song itself. Let's let's talk about the song itself because look, it has it has ties to the Bridge School version from 1996. And after now explain that because it because it, people are going to get confused because it's not doesn't musically sound anything like that. No, it's the way that the verses are sung. It's the way that mm. the chorus progresses. It's it, you know there that up and down. I don't want to take what you can't give. It, it it has more. It kind of just rises and then at the end falls. There's no like kind of bubble bubbly aspect to it. Um, if that's if that's makes sense the way that that I'm explaining that. Um, but. You know, he, they, they did it at Bridge those two times in 96, and then Ed played it with 
the full Italian band uh, at the Roma show uh, that he did the solo. That that's fantastic, by the way. Go go search for it on YouTube if you if you've never watched that before. It's it's Ed playing Who covers and Police covers, and it it's fantastic. Like the first version of MSC I've ever played. It's it's awesome. Um, and then I think they uh, he actually it's funny that Klinghoffer is there because he did the same kind of version with Flea and Jack Irons back in 2007. So yeah. this is a trend for him to do it with other people in the non Pearl Jam way. However, this was a little bit different sounding. This had more of like, like very arena, very like, you know, I, I, I dare I say like it sounded, it, it of course sounded punk rock, but it really sounded like a modern day Green Day song to me. And I don't want that to come off as an insult because it's, I don't know. I don't know if it is or not, but that's hmm. just the way that 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 it vibe. It's already an arena rock song, but it kind of turned into something, I guess, a little bit more pal- palatable. And that that's a band like Green Day. That's that's something that they do. Yeah, it was kind of like a pop punk corduroy. If that's something that you have have been itching for but yeah i mean watching it immediately the first thing i thought was oh ramones and like when ed's free from the pearl jam name he you know he he can kind of like wear his influences on his sleeve a little more he doesn't Mm -hmm. have to play up the into the pearl jam mystique so he can do whatever he wants and like yeah take the song like you know he's he always he probably plays around with this all the time like oh let me let me play all my songs like ramones songs you know that's something you just do in your bedroom as a kid you know Mm -hmm. So yeah, that that was the thing that first jumped out to me. But then, when the break comes in, when it goes back to that intro, he's strumming hard and like that. That I thought was really cool. That kind of hit me a little bit. Like, oh, this is this is cool. I like I like the way they they did the little build up there. And then it gets a little bit crazy at the end. You know, Klinghoffer goes off on the solo, and they just look like they're having a blast. That was the thing that it just looked like a, a couple of guys just jamming in a garage. It looked like they were having fun. Sure. And yeah, that's the best thing that you can take out of it. They, they were having fun. The crowd seemed to really enjoy it. And Ed, the speech afterwards felt like he was really in his element. Finally, again, he felt like he was in power. He felt like this was what he was meant to do and what he's <laughs> has been missing from his life for so long. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's it, uh, say what you want about it. Like, I, look, I didn't listen to it more than like two times. I didn't care for it too much. I'll put it out that way. I, like, I'm a, I consider myself an open traditionalist. I love traditional aspects of things, and especially in music. But I'm open to interpretation if that interpretation makes sense and sounds good to me. This made sense to me. It's not how I like corduroy to to, to sound. That that's just it's a personal thing. It's uh, it's probably something uh, that a lot of people listening uh, agree with, and I think that everybody's on kind of two different ends of the spectrum here for sure. But you know um, that they did it and they went out and performed in front of a live audience and uh, and knocked it out of the park. And unfortunately, this wasn't. Aired. This this was just a uh, this was a YouTube clip, I think. So, you know, I, I am I'm a patriot. Was the only thing that aired, but this it, it, it was really really fantastic to see, and fantastic to, to see everybody's response to it too. 
Yeah, and you know, and this is not something that they're going to go back to. Is it's probably not something I'll go back to. Like I no, watched it yeah. once, and I was like, okay, that's cool. And you know, but you know, obviously, Pearl Jam's not going to play corduroy like this. So it is, it is a separate kind of thing. So just take it for what it is, and and enjoy it. It's, you know, it's it's part of the ramp up to to getting real shows. Like there was a real audience there. Let's not <laughs> let's not undersell that. Like that that was a big deal. Right. Like, I think Dave Grohl made a made a big deal out of that when they when they came out and played. Oh yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, but like, it was it was good to see. It was, but it's just it's just like a little. It's it's like a baby step towards where we want to get. Yep. What do you think of I'm a Patriot? Uh, I thought it was good. Yeah, liked it. Again, just fast punk rock. Right. Seemed like they were they were into it, jamming it out. Like, I I saw that someone had had tweeted at uh, Stephen Van Zant to see like, hey, did you see this? And he was like, hey, hey, I heard it was good. You know, well, so awesome. it, it got back, got back to the man himself. But Good. yeah, I mean, it just again, just looked like looked like a garage band having fun, and, that, and that's Ed in his element too. Like he doesn't that that's when he's having the most fun is just guys jamming. Like, hey, let's just let's just run through this fast and like like the Ramones. Yeah, and the two songs were very very similar in tone, uh, very similar punk rock tone, very similar in yeah. uh, just tuning wise as well, and. We've, we've heard Fast Patriot. We hear it all the time. The, you know, Fast Patriot and Slow Patriot, it's kind of, that, that's one of those songs where you, you don't know what you're going to get from it. And it's cool, like, sometimes you can get the slow into fast, but this 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 was cool. And you, you kind of mentioned, again, with the uh, the healthcare worker thing, there was, a, there was a thing I was waiting for, and it didn't happen. And I, I guess I'm not surprised that it didn't happen, but he didn't do the whole... I ain't no imperialist, I ain't no Democrat, I ain't no Republican, like, and you would have to think, like, let's no, He let's did that keep... part, right? He didn't, say, he didn't say fucking Republican, or he didn't say the surest oh, fucking then, Republican, but he, then he did I that must part, have, right? <laughs> I didn't think he did. I must have zoned out then, because I was waiting yeah. for it. Yeah. Shit, okay, well. It was fast. Shows me. It was fast. That, maybe that was that was why, because I, I was waiting for the Republican line. You get, this is, hey, this is a really good example, guys. You get so used to a certain, like, certain instincts that you have with songs. Like, in in, uh, in Rearview Mirror, I'm not about to give thanks fuckers or apologize. In Corduroy, like, uh, can't buy what I want because it's peace, man. Like, these things, they're, they're things that it, it just ingrained into your memory from listening to these songs for so long that I guess when listening to it, I just did. I was waiting for that. Ain't no fucking Republican. And of course, he's on yeah. TV. He's not going to say that. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that, that's a really good example. That's like a Mandela effect kind of thing right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So over overall, like, awesome. Just awesome that we got to witness live music. And this only is the step towards more. And um, I am just going to step right on top of the soapbox here and i hope you don't mind i know a lot of people are in our camp anyway (sighs) get fucking vaccinated people it's just easy it's so easy and then you don't have to complain anymore you can go wherever you want you can not have to worry about getting the virus or you know it, it is just going to make things so much easier and then we can transition back into regular life. My wife and I were looking at Mets tickets the other day. 
I never would have thought a year ago we'd be looking at Mets tickets in May of 2021. Yeah, and not only not only get it, but tell your friends to get it. If you know people yes. get it, be like, look, hey, just do it. Because like now the you know you're seeing these reports that like we're we're not going to get herd immunity because yeah. not enough people are getting the vaccine. Like right. that's just not going to happen. So we're going to have variants and it's going to get worse. And we're going to have to go like like they like they said last year. Like you might be able to be out for a while, but then something's going to happen and you go back and you have to go mm-hmm. back into lockdown. Yep. And if 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 not enough people get vaccinated, if we don't get to that herd immunity, then we, we're setting ourselves up to have to go through all this again. So exactly. not only do it yourself, but if you if you know people that are hesitant, be like, hey, I got it. No big deal. It's free. You know, I you know, I, I think our our base and from what I know from our base, smart enough people, very highly intelligent people. I mean, this is this isn't a podcast that like talks about you know, uh, very basic we're not topics. Joe Rogan. Right. Ex- yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, we, you know, we're kind of, we're kind of smart fans. That's just our personalities. Uh, we know that you guys feel this way. You guys got to tell the other people, tell the, the person in the grocery store that's uncomfortable with it, that you don't really know your neighbor that you don't really know. That might just be like, oh, well, does it have this and that? And will it hurt effect and make, you know, my kid have autism? Like, like, no, just just and very nicely, very calmly, because this could be very contentious. Just just say to them, it's going to help. Everything is going to help and it's going to make everybody better. And we're going to go to concerts. And uh, look, I think the next live thing, I really think it's happening. I, like, I think it's all systems go. I think we're getting to see here now. I think we're getting Ohana. So uh, yeah. I, I yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't foresee any live on four legs uh, people being there. But uh, stranger things have happened. So yeah. Uh, all right, let's let's yet to to, fin- to finish this off. I mean, yeah. I want one one more point. How good was it to see him play fast and electric? Because we've seen so much of the organ and the acoustic guitar and all that, like some of the solo stuff. But it was good to see him actually get up there and rock out. That that was the main thing I took out of this. I was I was glad it wasn't like a solo acoustic performance. In his element, in his element, that that is who he is. The acoustic and ukulele vibe to him, like that is a cool little weapon in his arsenal but he's a punk rocker and this is just showing the best aspects of eddie vetter that's it that's all i got pretty freaking simple that's why you like him that's why we like him so uh let's uh let's give you the little sell on what's going on this week because it's pretty big leads 2014 coming to you on wednesday we have a big show. It's a three-hour episode. It's going to be... Well, I don't know if it's going to be a three-hour episode. It's a three-hour oh, long show. Hopefully not. Hopefully not a three-hour long episode. We've gotten in trouble with that before. But we're going to have a lot to talk about. And uh, we're just going to let the music speak for itself. And hopefully you guys come and join us. And uh, thank you for joining us here. And... This may be the end. We're here, but not for much longer. Although we may be parting ways. I miss you already. I miss you always. If you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple, make sure you're subscribed. Rate us on Apple if you can. And if you'd like to head over to Patreon and donate to the show, patreon.com slash live on four legs. Let's see it leads. Thanks, everybody. Good evening. Holy
This is a feeling we have not had for quite some time. It feels pretty good. Wow. You know, if you're a government, if you're a world leader, and you have excess vaccine, please don't stockpile. Please make it available for the countries that need it. Please distribute it ASAP. And if you're a drug company, we thank you for your inventions. If you really wanted to be heroes, if you want history to look back on and smile upon you as heroes, it would be great if you could distribute this vaccine at cost, and then you'd have a fair and equitable distribution system throughout the planet, and that's how we will survive and conquer this pandemic. We thank you.